1: Unresistible Berry Chantilly Cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
0: What do you call an ostrich in a cornfield? A crop duster. (laughs) How many dads does it take to change a light bulb? One to fetch the ladder. One to go back to the hardware store to get the right bulb. Another to look up and say, uh huh, and the rest to stand around debating charcoal versus gas. Why did the cat stop playing basketball? It threw up too many hairballs.
2: I've got diphtheria crushing my esophagus I've got Ebola virus dripping from my nose I've got the leprosy of the heart valves Exacerbating my inevitable woes I want to take my brain out And blast with the wave An ultrasonic echographic and a pulsitating shave I want a magic pill for all my ailments The health equivalent to Citizen Kane And if I don't get it now in the tablet I think I'm doomed and I'll have
1: to go insane I want a requiem for my disease so I page Dr. Steve. Dr. Steve, no name.
2: From the world-famous Cardiff Electric Network Studios, it's Weird Medicine, the first and still only uncensored medical show in the history of broadcast radio. Now a podcast, I'm Dr. Steve with my little pal, Dr. Scott, the traditional Chinese medicine provider who gives me street cred with the whack alternative medicine assholes. Hello, Dr. Scott. Hey, Dr. Steve. And uh, in the studio taking the place of Tacey is my other partner. DNP Carissa. Hello, DNP Carissa.
3: Hello, Dr. C. She's
2: a different kind of partner, but my partner <laughs> nonetheless. This is a show for people who would never listen to a medical show on the radio or the internet. If you have a question you're embarrassed to take to your regular medical provider, or if you can't find an answer anywhere else, give us a call at 347-766-4323. That's 347 Poohhead. Follow us on Twitter at Weird Medicine or at Dr. Scott DRScottWM. Visit our website at drsteve.com for podcasts, medical news, and stuff to come by. Most importantly, we are not your medical providers. Take everything you hear with a grain of salt. Don't act on anything you hear on the show without talking it over with your health care provider. All right, very good. Don't forget... uh simplyherbals.net. That's SimplyHerbs.net. We'll be talking about it in a minute. And Stuff.DrSteve.com. It's S-T-U-F-F.DrSteve.com. You can just go there, click through uh, to Amazon. It really helps us out. Or you can scroll down and see all the different things that we talk about, including the Womanizer, every woman's favorite uh, toy, Ooh. and uh, it's True absolutely, story. absolutely worth the money. And uh, thank you for your endorsement, DNP Chris. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Check out ed.drsteve.com for the Phoenix Acoustic Wave. Uh, erectile dysfunction device it is not cheap but it's way less expensive than going and having electro uh, I'm sorry acoustic, acoustic wave uh, shockwave therapy at, at a med spa and it certainly is less embarrassing than having somebody holding your jungle region while they're you know putting a probe up and down your uh, member for 17 minutes and uh, you can get it for, you know, 29 bucks a month for a few months, or you can pay the whole thing off and get a discount by going to ED, as in erectile dysfunction, ed.drsteve.com. And then um, there is our Patreon, patreon.com slash weirdmedicine. We just did a show the other day where we answered a bunch of uh, medical questions from our, um, uh, from our listeners. If you... Send in a question there, it, it 100% of the time will be answered, and there's different tiers, and it starts off, it's really, it's inexpensive. So check that out, patreon.com slash weirdmedicine. We also do the exam room there. We've had the Troika of Opian Anthony. We've had um, uh, Mark Normand, um, uh, Chad Zumach. We've had, um, who else? Oh, Pete Davidson, some folks like that. So it's, fu- it's fun. Uh, Patreon.com slash Weird Medicine. And then uh, Cameo.com slash Weird Medicine. I-, I left my price at 5 bucks. I-, I dropped it to $5 for vacation. I did a million of them over vacation, Dr. Scott. It was fun hmm. walking around uh, uh, St. Pete Beach and, uh, you know, g- giving people medical advice or saying fluid or whatever. So <laughs> check that out. Cameo.com slash Weird Medicine. All right, very good. Please don't forget to check out uh, Doctor Scott's website at simplyherbs.net. That's simplyherbs.net. And uh, the, you, how are you doing on stock for the CBD nasal spray? Because I, I I need some more. Actually, still pretty well, thank you. We we got. Enough to get us through the next couple weeks. At least. Oh, you do? Yep. Okay, yep. well, I'll place an order. Yes, on your website. Yes, please do. Official uh, chance. I don't ever want to be without that. It's great stuff, is it? Yeah, yeah no, very, for real. It's, I'm very proud. Um, of it. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm very proud of what you did. So um, the first for everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you deserve one of these.
4: Give thyself a bell.
2: Yes. We have a new one, too. One of our listeners' kids called in, and uh, they she wanted to uh, give you a bell. So oh.
1: Give yourself a bell.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, I love it.
4: That's the best one yet, actually. <laughs> I thought you would I like love that. that. <laughs> Thank you.
2: All right. Well, let's do—Tacey's uh, not here. We could do things in any order we want. We can be wild. Oh, so Lord. So let's do this right now. It's time for Mom Swipes Left Has Questions with Jen and Carol from the Mom Swipes Left podcast.
1: Well, why is it (laughs) that when you get old, all of the stuff like your hair thins, your skin thins, your toenails get gargantuan? I actually had an incident this past week where my aunt, who is in her 80s, was walking across my mom's floor barefoot. And it sounded like a dog who needed their (laughs) toes clipped. I looked at them and they're like these toenails that grow over the top of her, like around. And they actually have to go to a real doctor to cut that, that podiatrist. Shit? Well, real doctor is a little bit of an overstatement, but no. Yeah. Yes. Oh, what the fuck is up with that?
0: Why?
1: Why do the toenails go mad? Is it fungus alone? I don't think there was no discoloration. Right. But what is happening? Why is it the toenails and not any of the other positive? Places? And also, while we're on that, why do the ears and the nose continue to grow? Right. What is the yeah. medical Reasoning behind needing big ears and big nose when you're old? <laughs> Dr. Steve Fleas, help us. Thank
2: you. Uh, the answer to the second part is kind of interesting. They keep growing because there's no reason for them not to, because we were designed to pass our genetic material on at the age of, you know, between 14 and 18 and then die by the time we were 30. Yep. And so there's really just not a whole lot of, um, genetic instructions about what to do when these fucking humans live beyond uh you know um delivering babies yeah. because there's no evolutionary pressure anymore at that point yep and uh so yeah you just they just do and it's gross and you get hair in weird places and stuff <laughs> and you weren't supposed to get any of that stuff you know and
4: it's always the stuff that grows that you don't Really want maybe those things to grow larger, yeah. But it's become, right, right, <laughs> right, that's right. It would you be know, awesome. That's just, just, just one just consolation of getting now. older would be you just had a giant cock, <laughs> or at least if it would just keep growing a little bit. I'm not asking, for giant much. anything's better than not much meaty erection.
2: <laughs> and it's just instead of your dumb ears, oh, and not ears and, and your, your nose, nose. Oh, for good sakes, yeah. So, yeah, if you start off with a schnoz, you're going to end up with a, with yeah. a mega schnoz. So. Uh, so but on the toenails, um, <laughs> do you guys want to talk about that? I, I mean, I know the answer to this. I mean, it, it is onychomycosis. Right. Yeah, DNP Carissa, you want to talk about? Uh, I'm putting you on the spot. I didn't tell you we we're going to do this. You don't have to.
4: No, she's listened to the show before, now. she knows it's coming. <laughs> she's just here to listen. <laughs> she's just here to I'm have here. a good time. It's right. it totally And drink the right. wine. And
3: I don't have any wine. Oh, why don't oh, you? is oh, the one the that problem. always gives me wine. Steve oh, didn't, didn't give me I'm any. I'm a terrible
2: oh, host. God, so well, yeah. What a horrible host. We'll get you some. Yeah, I'm I right. mean,
3: I want to talk about the fun things, not thick toenails. Yeah, the, yeah. The, well,
2: she teaser DNP Carissa brought a really interesting thing to talk about today. <laughs> the will eventually everyone's going to gonna do it. enjoy it. But um, <laughs> so <laughs> thick toenails are are onychomycosis, aka fungus infected nail beds. And what happens is when you're young, you have beautiful um, blood supply to all parts of your body. But as you get older, the uh, if you think about it, the toes are the sort of What's a rural area that you could think of? Well, just it's the it's the rural North Dakota of the body, right? And doesn't get good internet service. Doesn't get um, a lot of you know regular services that resources you get the resources rest of the, the United States gets right. Um, but the um, the toenails. Are fed by capillaries at that point, you know, you have the giant aorta and it pumps blood and then it divides and it divides and it divides some more. By the time it gets down to the toes, it's just little capillaries and then it's got to reform back to form the large veins that return blood to the heart. And uh, it's just hard to the, – the immune system can't surveil that area like it did when you were younger. Okay. And so fungus can take root. And when it does, it starts building a protective housing for itself. And it makes this kind of flaky, chunky shit. And I had a fungus-infected toenail. And I finally, I went to a podiatrist, just had the thing removed right. and killed the nail bed because it was just like what she was talking about. Mm-hmm. It was so disgusting. Mm-hmm. It was big and it curled up and there was space between it, about an inch between it and the nail bed. And that was just all this yellow flaky shit. Oof. And I don't know why awesome. I let it go as far as I did because I guess I'd just wear socks and shoes It didn't mm-hmm. bother me. And then I was on a parasailing um, and I uh, actually did a Weird Medicine Minute about this. I was on a parasailing trip with my boys. And, you know, you can't wear shoes on the boat. They don't want shoes on the boat. And I'm sitting there with my bare feet. And I look down. I see this giant nail on my mm, on my gross. left big toe. And I see these two, like, 17-year-old high school girls. And they're just looking at me. They're looking they're sitting across from me on the on the little you know, on the catamaran thing and they're looking down and they're looking at my toes, and they had this look of just utter disgust <laughs> on their face. Like, ew, ew, old it. people are so gross. I love it. And uh, that as soon as I got back to the house, I cut <laughs> it off my damn self. And then when I got back home, I had the podiatrist remove it. Yeah, well, I had to it, be it, it, shamed by you know, high, school high school girls, girls. before I, I did say, anything about it's it. It's not your wife or, or no, anybody no, no. like that. It's some, some random people. And usually yeah. it would be tasty. Yeah, sure. You know, I'll talk to her. I'm so excited. Oh, I've got this new kombucha batch. I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put, um, I, I think apples and uh, pears and maybe some ginger in there. And I'm so excited about it. And I'm talking about it. And all of a sudden, she'll just interrupt me and go, "You're, you need to trim your nose hairs." <laughs> it's like, god damn it. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't. Oh, yeah. She's,
4: she's, she's pretty good about not having much of a filter. Yeah. True. Well, particularly
2: if (laughs) it comes to you, (laughs) she's not here, so she would. She, I don't, I don't think she could disagree Mm, with with my assessment. But, but that's what's going on. Your, what was that? Her grandmother, her aunt, her aunt, her her, great aunt, her great aunt has onychomycosis. Some primary care providers can deal with this, Mm. but most of the time, when they get that bad, you do need to see a podiatrist, and they are real doctors, and they just specialize in foot surgery. They're foot surgeons. Yep, And um, the, uh, the treatment for this is probably going to be to remove them. Uh, you have the option of letting the nail grow back. Okay, And you could try putting antifungal medication on the n- nail bed as it grows back to see if you can get it to grow back normal. But what my podiatrists that I trained with and the one that I saw said th- is that once that nail bed becomes disrupted – With that big, chunky crap, it just never forms a proper nail again. Hmm. So it's better to just destroy it. Now, if you can catch it before this happens, there are topical treatments for this. Mm -hmm. You start to see a little yellow patchy area on your nail. That's the beginning of this. Uh, You can get a prescription medication that you put on every day at bedtime. It's like a toenail polish with an antifungal medication in it. And uh, you put it on for 48 weeks. And it will uh, very often cure it. You can also take a pill, uh, oral ketoconazole. And the problem with that is you have to take it for twelve weeks, and right in the middle, you have to do blood work to make sure that the medicine isn't destroying your liver. So, <laughs> yuck!
3: Just a little off topic too. They like yeah. it could be psoriatic nails. I have those.
2: Yes, yes. Yeah. So I mean, she has. To, I has to talk about similar. that for a little bit.
3: Well, I don't really know what to say other than they can appear like the thickened nails that you see. But
2: it's actually caused by... plaque um,
3: psoriasis. Psoriasis
2: on the, of the nail bed.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, if, if there's any chance that she has psoriasis, very good. Oh, DNP, Way to go, Chris. Okay, yeah.
4: Give thyself a bell.
2: Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> one to one. I don't know what I've got. i got Sean's, Sean's keeping numbers for me. <laughs> Is he oh, keeping yeah.
4: track? Yeah.
2: <laughs> The Fluid Family. That's right. Sean's gonna be in studio. I uh, heard that. In, uh, I think in August. Yeah, in August. That's cool. Yeah. So that'll be fun to make we, sure we talk about him enough. Make sure we show up. He's my uh, my um, uh, Rochester buddy. He went to the creep off roast. He and Amanda Davidson both, and we had Greg Rogers there too. Which, by the way, I tweeted out his um, um, uh, YouTube channel. He does a uh, ORS at the movies or something. I'm sorry, Greg, I've already forgot what it is, but I'll put a link somewhere, but I, it's on my Twitter. They do a really cool uh, uh, review movie review show. DNP Carissa, you would be interested in this, I think. They take, like, shite movies like um, Battlefield Earth, and then they talk about... How in the hell did this thing even get made? And all the politics behind the scenes and stuff. It was really interesting. Hmm. So uh, I'll, I'll put a link in the description if I remember. <laughs> Will you put it in in your notes to sure. remind me to do that? Just Greg's uh, Greg's show. Thing. And um, But anyway, uh, now, fuck, I forgot. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sean and Amanda uh, both went to the Creep Off Roast which if you want to hear my part of the creep-off roast, I'm going to eventually put it up on YouTube. Uh, Vinnie Paulino gave me permission to just put my part up. And I still don't have the video. The video would be more fun, but I've got the audio. Uh, But right now you can hear it on our Patreon at patreon.com slash weirdmedicine. It's worth it just for that. And then uh, uh, he came to uh, the Rochester uh, WATP event. That got me in all kinds of trouble. But anyway, (laughs) it was still a fun event. We all had a good time. So and uh, okay, so where are we? Um, Onychomycosis, psoriatic, uh, or long noses and ears. What is that called? (laughs) If it's psoriatic. So you have onychomycosis. So is it onychomycosis? What, what is the medical term for psoriatic nails? Psoriatic nails. Yeah, That's it? Something gets to, there's no fancy name. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be. Uh, well, there probably oh. is. We can make one up. There has Ooh. to be a, a name for it. Well, okay, yeah. Nail psoriasis. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a damn idiot. Okay, I'll give both of you. Give thyself up. a bell. Yes. <laughs> All right. Call Carissa Nails.
3: <laughs> yes. I will just make them. N- N- can N- we see yourself. your
2: nails at some point?
3: This is the one. I mean, tell me that does it look bad.
2: Like... Like, well, it's a radio show. Looks but like. It looks, it like, look like, it looks like she bent.
4: It. it looks like she bent her nail backwards. <laughs> really? Yeah, along the corner of it. Oh, yeah, that's what It looks like. Really? You know how kind of when you bend your nail backwards, yes. it, it like kills just the corner of it. Kind yeah. of what that looks like. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't look fungal. You or can
3: see this one swollen. starting.
4: Hmm. It's not gross. Now I don't want her touching me or within three feet of me, but I, it doesn't look <laughs> gross or anything. That's your word. No, really, it, it my, doesn't look kid, bad. I, my, nothing like an ugly, nothing like those toes. I right.
2: catch well, leprosy, don't you?
3: Know? I have a toenail too. <laughs> oh, gross! No,
2: ew. ew. No, it doesn't.
4: It doesn't look bad at all. all right. It doesn't look bad.
2: Um, okay, so did you have something today?
4: Yes, let's see where is it? Oh, where boy, is it? We are we? No, wait. don't. You to want do. to talk about the fat the, the 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 fart proudly thing? Yeah,
2: if you want to. <clears throat> I think that's a good one. It's uh, Benjamin Franklin wrote a wrote a treatise. Yes.
4: He wrote a treatise about farting. And I, I read
2: it. We call but it I don't think passing passing
4: but... flight I was uh, you know what it would be perfect if we would have read this and, could, and you could have your your AI do it in the proper language Ooh. because the way he, he the way he wrote it is I have perused your late mathematical prize question proposed in lieu of one natural philosophy for the ensuing year. Permit me to humbly propose one of that sort of your consideration, and through you, if you approve it, for the serious inquiry of learned physicians. Can chemist.
0: you please stop bullshitting? <laughs>
4: And all he's doing is just talking about ga- having gas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, so,
2: it's just. just he the, was. He thought that they were a little bit too serious about ab- for themselves. They yep. were too cool for the room, and he sent a scientific treatise on passing phlegm. So that's hilarious. Good for him. So maybe we'll do that. We'll input it to the uh, voice AI and see if it makes It'd it a lot slightly more me. interesting. A lot <laughs> better than me reading. Because to me, I was
4: about to put myself to sleep listening to me read it. So. <laughs> well, at there. least you there recognize you that. There you go. There you go. All right. Did you did you have another we had another. One? Yeah, we did have another one. This is a little bit more in our in our, I guess, range or, or sweet sweet spot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is about chronic pain, and it's in the uh, like Journal of Rheumatology. But it's talking about chronic opioids and a false dream of mass anesthesia. Okay. And what this what this is talking about? Just in a nutshell, the, these these doctors have gotten together and, and, and actually written a book, and they're talking about the perception of pain and how vital that is to treating pain. Right. Because back in the 90s, you know, when you were practicing back then, it was about keeping people healthy and treating their pain appropriately. Yeah. And they started using a lot of the opiates and mm-hmm. narcotics mm-hmm. Um, because they were told that they were not addictive, right. et cetera. Right. And, we, um,
2: right. What we were told is if a patient has real pain, they won't get addicted right. to
4: it. Yeah. And, and, of course, we we know we know that, that's, that that's a much
2: more challenging, more um,
4: yeah that's right. yeah, thing than just appeal. So so I really like this article, but the, the the bottom line is and what I what I took from this article was that something that I do a lot and I know you guys do a lot, is actually talk to patients about their perception of pain and their ability to to work with the pain they have. Yeah. Work with the pain that, that they, they have they're gonna probably have to live with once it becomes chronic. Mm. Um and that and it it's a tough discussion a lot of times, yeah. You know, because it's it's not just a pill, and it's not just an acupuncture needle, and it's not just a, an epidural right. or a surgery. A lot of times, it's all of these things put together, and that's why it's so vital to have a comprehensive team. Well, like, what you know, I've always told
2: people is, you know, the Romans used to just line up in a line when they went to war. okay, And then oh, yeah, the other yeah. side okay. would right. line up in a line and they had these rules and then they would go at each other and, you know, poke each other with swords and stuff like that. And then these the vandals or whoever it was came in and said, well, "This is stupid. Let's just run around the side and attack them from behind." Mm-hmm. And the Romans were like, "Well, that's that's you know that's not fair." <laughs> and it start it began the end of the it's Roman not, that's Empire. That's a civil war. That's they, they couldn't, couldn't a, right. That's right, a civil war. So uh, uh, if we're gonna treat pain, we can't just treat it. By lining up and doing this, you know, one thing, we need right. to do lots of different things and you, a multifaceted approach to pain uh, relief, including uh, set, you know, managing expectations as well, because yeah. DNP Chris and I and actually when and you work in the pain oh, gosh, clinic yeah. yourself. Uh, we have to tell people that we're, you know, our goal is to improve function and quality of life, but not necessarily to eradicate the pain. Only treatment of the underlying condition could do that. Yeah, and and, I, and that's and that's
4: one thing I, I I speak of a lot is that, you know, sometimes you just have to change your expectations. Yeah. you know, if 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 something is broken and it is not fixable, we just have to learn to work with it. You know, and, and that doesn't mean do nothing. It doesn't mean do nothing. No, it's it's just it's it's just like me. Playing music, I know I'm never going to be great. I yep. have a very limited skill set, but
2: I'm still going to do
4: yeah, what I can with what it is,
2: you know. Well, and you've and seen then my I back supplement the... it with you. <laughs>
4: most
2: most <laughs> people on here that follow me on Twitter have seen my stupid back. Yep. And you know, a year ago I was walking around on a cane, and yep. then at one point I was having to crawl upstairs. So uh, I never took an opioid mm-hmm. for it, and I'm not saying, "Ooh, look at me," you know, you know, all. Ooh. <laughs> But uh, it, I was able to manage it with, and I still, I have pain every day, sure. but it doesn't affect my quality of life. It doesn't affect my enjoyment of life one bit mm-hmm. anymore, mm-hmm. and uh, so it, it can be managed. And I'm concerned that if I had gotten on the. The opioid rotation that it would, you know, you develop tolerance and then you need more, and then you take so much that you get this thing called opioid hyperalgesia, oh, which gosh. actually makes the pain worse, worse yeah. the more opioids you take. And that's very difficult to manage.
4: And can we stop right there because that that, 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 yeah. that that is so parallel to what we're talking about with your perception of the pain because the hyperalgesia from taking excessive amounts of opioids. Gives you an inflated um, That's perception right. of pain. That's right. So when we treat it, you know, if I if I if I have someone come in that does not have end stage cancer related pain, right? That has, and again, and we've seen it. Of course, we don't see it like we used to, but a backache. They right. hurt, you know, Their back hurts, so they've been taking these things, and man, they'll get they'll get so bad and so sensitive that you can barely touch their skin, right? Without them just screaming, "Oh God, what are you doing to me?" Right. And it's just a it's a very it's a very difficult thing. So it was nice to see
2: this this article yeah. today. So. And and listen, we're not in any way demeaning chronic pain patients because no, no. we're we work with chronic pain patients. We want to make them better. I do have people come in and say well my pain's a 10 out of 10 and they're cracking jokes and stuff yeah. like that yeah. and Chris I mean, I know you see this too and uh, I will r- sort of reset their scale it's like well it's 10 on their scale but let's let me put it on my scale mm-hmm. and a 10 for me is you are in the Civil War, you just got shot through and through the, you know, the femur with a musket ball, and now they're sawing off your leg with a rusty saw without anesthesia. That's a 10. So on that scale, where is your pain? And that helps me to sort of understand where they are. And they go, oh, well, on that scale, I'm a 5. And um, so, you know, we all use different scales. we got to be real careful about calibrating those scales. But anyway, yes, very good. It's, uh, there is hope for chronic pain management. We're, uh, we're actually writing an article about canolidine right now, which is a novel non-opioid pain medication that looks like it's going to be very interesting going forward.
5: So uh, more on that as time goes on. Okay, Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Download the free Angie Mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's ANGI.com.
0: This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. or go Full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day. At Saks.com.
2: most cool. most um uh, assuredly dicks dnp carissa you brought with us oh no <laughs> something very interesting
3: i did i brought 99 facts about dicks
2: okay awesome is that what the uh, the article actually says
3: 99 thought provoking
2: no. Okay, no. You, you did yada yada. Much better. <laughs>
3: Yours was much better. Yeah. All right. I have 99 problems, but a dick's not one.
2: <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> this
3: topic's very interesting, though, to me. <laughs> Is it? Okay, very
2: good. Uh, should I get my Phoenix... Um, Um, Erectile dysfunction, um, (laughs) acoustic wave therapy thing out during this. Well, I don't think it's necessary to do it now. but
4: you you can hold it up, Scott, so we can can see it. Scott wanted to help me out. Yeah, we want to see it. (laughs) Both hands, both hands. Yeah. Does it take both? (laughs) I think it takes both hands.
2: Actually. (laughs) All right. Let's see what you got.
3: (laughs) Well, I mean, the first one would just be an alternate name for a penis. Okay. So. I mean, I don't have a penis. John I've Thomas. heard some of these. Um, Adolf.
2: Adolf, what?
3: Yeah, think about that for a
2: second. Okay? Mm. Hmm.
3: Yeah. Mm. Um, one that Amanda had to explain to me today is a baloney pony.
2: Yes, baloney pony. <laughs> Oh wow! Oh yeah! Is yeah. That, oh my god! That gosh. fried baloney. <laughs> these are terrible <laughs> That's names. That's awful. I've never heard of any of I these. I had for never a penis. heard yeah, of any for, of these. I'm over two. I'm over two too. Yeah.
3: Correct. But then you have. Where
2: does this article come from? <laughs> it's Mar- it's Mars.
3: Mars. <laughs> Mars. I think she's Martian making this, I think she's making I'm, this I'm up. I'm making these up. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was just curious if you all had ever heard of these nicknames. Okay, let's hear some
2: more. Give me some I more. I have yeah.
3: not. Um, a disco stick? I've heard that. No, I,
2: you have, yeah. Oh Over three, I, I have not heard of a disco oh stick. For three, yeah. Doesn't even make um, sense.
3: Correct, a skin flute.
2: Yes, yes, of course. Of course. Okay. Yeah, a
3: spit stick.
2: Nope. nope, never heard that one. A
3: third leg. Yes,
2: yes. So, so um, I have a story about third leg. Okay. Um it, back in the CB days when I was selling CB radios before I went to medical school, uh, the I-86 or whatever used to go right by our store. And so I would get on the CB and mess with the truckers on Channel 19. And um, so they called women – beavers, right? So there's a beaver uh, you know, hitchhiking on the road up bar and all this stuff And so uh, just remember that, that they called women beavers, so I got on and I uh, was singing <laughs> I was singing to them I like you no matter what you do and then I would say, hi I'm Mr. CB and I just washed my hands after going tinkle you should always have good hand hygiene and then I would let like, go of the thing and you would hear all these truckers all at once you know, ah, 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 and then you'd hear get that three legged beaver off of there. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, three legged beaver. Wow. So all I can think about is the
4: movie airplane when what's what's his name looking up the up at Priscilla as she's climbing that letter says Nice beaver. Oh, and, you know, she's picking up beaver and she's picking the beaver out of the, the stupid. <laughs> 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 Lindsay, Lindsay Nelson,
2: right? Yeah, yeah, L- Lindsay Nielsen. Nielsen, thank you. Yeah, yeah thank you. <clears throat> so, right.
3: anyways, there's a ton. Let's, let's
2: hear a few, a, couple more. More, let's yeah, a few more. Let's do a few more and then we'll then go to number two.
3: I mean, okay, cock.
2: Oh, okay, right.
3: Okay, a cum gun. Uh. Yeah, correct. A yogurt gun. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Terrible.
2: Okay. No food analogies. No. <laughs> when I, whenever I would have um, a resident, they would say, "Yes, the 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 patient passed a stool about the size of a small orange." It's like, "Oh my God, I'm not going to be able to eat an orange for two weeks." So no more food analogies. Oh my God. Oh, but okay.
3: one more, a meat stick.
2: Mm. Yeah, I've heard that. Heard Yeah. <laughs> the
3: other
2: one's not so much. No. Yeah. Whatever happened to just. John Thomas or Shillelagh or something like that. All right. (laughs) It's because I'm 100 years old. (laughs) All right. What else you got?
3: Um, Well, the human penis is larger than that of any other primate, both in terms of proportion to body size and in absolute terms.
2: So if I had a – like a a chimp or for a girlfriend, she would be impressed by my penis rather than (laughs) – the way the humans... That's one
5: way to look at it. Yeah.
2: Okay. That's
5: good to know. Okay.
2: All right. Uh, keep that in mind. <laughs> future reference. Speaking when, of... When you're desperate. What the hell? <laughs>
3: Squirrel monkeys yeah. and male baboons... Yes. ...will gesture with an erect penis as a threat to predators or as a sign of <sighs> impending danger. Really? Yeah.
2: So they, if, if say, a tiger is or a lion is stalking them, they'll get a rod and wave it around. Uh,
3: apparently. That would make
2: it tough to run, though, wouldn't it? I mean, for <laughs> us, it would, it would. But apparently tough. ours is much
4: bigger than theirs. Yes, so. evidently, yes. Obviously,
2: though. Interesting. Well,
3: apparently. The average erect penis size is between 5 to 6 inches. And yep. a flaccid penis is around 3.5 yeah. inches. Unless you
2: got the shrinkage. Mm-hmm. And DNP, Chris, are you familiar with Dr. Steve's rule? Nope. For every 35 pounds of weight that you lose, you reclaim one inch of penis length. And this uh, is linear between about 300 pounds and 150 pounds. So it's a linear relationship at that point. Now, at you know much higher weights, you're starting with negative numbers. And then at much lower weights, you just can't get any bigger. And the, the other thing that I found interesting when I was sort of researching this topic is your your penis is actually way longer than you think it is that's because half
3: of it's inside you.
2: Yes, very good. Go, oh. Give thyself a bell. <laughs> Damn
4: it! <laughs> Lucky you. Yes.
3: yes, I've learned a lot about dick in the last little bit. <laughs> the ice, for that's this? the
4: iceberg concept, right?
2: Yeah, yes, right. Nice. But it doesn't do you any good no, it, you not can't a damn bit of thrust good. thrust with the penis that's actually inside yeah. your body. No. You go, no, I'm really... Do
4: we get to count it, though, when we're talking about it? No.
2: No, because there are some guys that, that measure their penis length from their anus. No. And it's like, oh, I'm 12 inches. It's <laughs> like, well, you just got a big ass.
3: Correct. <laughs> <Right. laughs>
2: oh, my goodness. Measure from the base... Of the pubis, where it where you see it coming out of the skin, that's where you measure from, and measure it erect, for God's sake. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> and in, speaking and in of by two, yeah.
3: <laughs> Do you know what the smallest natural human penis ever recorded was?
2: Oh no, I can't imagine. I mean, it's r-
3: shocking. What
2: is it really
3: five eighths of an
2: inch? Oh, the poor bastard.
3: Yeah. The largest. You get nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes. Correct. The longest erect penis on record is 13 inches.
2: Damn. That's that's almost as bad. Can you imagine? Yeah. No. All the blood just rushing out of your head. Every time you get an erection, you start getting faint. (laughs) I mean, fair. (laughs) (laughs) We could calculate the volume of a 13-inch cylinder. And figure out how much blood is in there. Mm, yeah, um, you guys talk. Give somewhere, us some more and I'm gonna calculate the volume.
3: Oh. I was gonna say somewhere in these facts too it tells me an average amount of blood that is required. Okay. But yeah. I don't know where that is offhand, okay, well we'll so I'll it. let you know when I get it. This is to good. It. So I'm also skipping over lots of these. No, just but, do the
2: good ones. You're good. We'll, um, just do the good ones.
3: well, what's good to me and what's good to a man may be different. <laughs> <laughs>
4: You have a point.
3: Yes. Men who have been hanged often get a death erection known as angel lust.
4: Angel lust. That's mm. what they,
2: I never heard them call it that.
3: Correct.
4: Well, I knew they, I knew that happened, but I didn't know that's what they called
2: it. Yep. It is uh, from stimulation of the parasympathetic nervous system due to compression of the spinal cord at the cerebellum. Is that what it is? Does it say? Okay. All right. I'm in gravity. And gravity. <laughs> All right. <laughs> fun fa- rigor mortis. Fun fact. rigor mortis. <laughs> parasympathetic. What a nerd I
3: am. Yes. Correct.
2: Um, hey, how how wide do you think this 13-inch penis is? Do you think it's more than two and about, a half inches? Yeah, didn't we talk about that before you can actually, there's a mathematical Well, there it's is like, to yeah, figure out yeah. the circumference. Oh, okay. But are we going to say 2.5 inches in diameter?
3: That's it. That's average. At
2: least, yeah. Probably should go up a little bit. Oh, okay. So it is 63.81 cubic inches. So what is that in milliliters? What is 63? (laughs) I'm sure this is fascinating. 63 cubic inches in milliliters.
3: Do you know what the average speed of ejaculation is?
2: I do not. 20. 36. Holy moly. It's 1,048. It's a liter of blood. Oh, jeez. Oh, my God.
4: That's a hell of a lot of blood.
3: That's a lot of blood.
4: That's a lot of blood. <laughs>
2: Holy shit. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: I love to I love
4: to Hey, I'm so smart.
2: Okay, anyway. <laughs> wow. One thousand forty eight milliliters. That's incredible. That's a lot. <laughs> mm. so think of a two liter bottle a half of that of blood in your in your penis. Yeah. Pretty sure you'd be lightheaded. <laughs> <laughs> how yeah. can
3: you do that multiple times a day
2: yeah if you have seven uh, if, right well that's a whole other thing but <laughs> if you have seven liters of blood that's one seventh of your blood exactly. is in your cock. that's a lot
4: wow <laughs> <laughs> oh Carissa yes oh, what, to- what topics you've, you've no you've... this is awesome <laughs>
3: <laughs> so the average speed of ejaculation
2: yeah. 30, 30 seconds now, oh, you mean the the velocity of it shooting out onto somebody? Correct. Okay. Oh. So, I, okay, I, I know the answer to this because I've seen it. So um, I would say three feet per second. what, what is Give
3: it me a miles per hour. Oh, God. Oh, miles Hang per on. hour, okay.
2: Okay, what mm. is three feet per second? I would say two miles, miles an hour. Hours? Hang on, let me see what that no. says. No, dang it! Uh, it says two miles an hour. That's what that would be—three no. feet per second. So maybe it took less than three.
3: No. seconds.
2: I mean, one second to go that three feet. What is the answer? You know, Twenty-eight miles what? per hour. No. Power. Get the hell out no. of here!
3: I'm serious. i
2: would knock a hole in something. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. I wonder how they measure that. That's got to be somebody with ure- urethral stenosis. <sighs> <sighs> You know, with gun ne- that's holding on to it for dear life, and then they let it off, yeah. and it's like, a yeah, like a, um, like you're doing a hose or something, yeah, like a water hose. Yeah.
3: I mean, that's the average speed.
2: The reason I came up with three feet in a second, but that would be one one thousandth. That'd be looping. No, it was almost instantaneous. So, uh, I'm just thinking of something that we're going to have to check life. our
4: sources. You know, you notice how the good thing about Tacey's topic time shows. She always gives credit to her sources. That's right. That's I'm not. I'm not she so sure. She just does the headline and then uh, CNN
2: news. Right. A man, <laughs> a man fell off a bridge. CNN news. <laughs>
3: well, I'm sorry. I'll just leave. A and man wait has a liter
4: of back. blood mm. in his
2: penis. Carissa. Right. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna. Uh, that's it. Very interesting. Interesting. I would have said. Uh, if I'd thought about that a little bit more, maybe six miles an hour, because it would have been three feet in a third of a second. Hmm. And I have a reason for that. But anyway, <laughs> we don't have to go into it. Oh, God. Oh, my God. All right. What do you got? What Nothing. You got? That's it? Apparently. No, no. Don't let him do that. Oh, you. no, no. I'm not talking about anything. She's on the roll. No, you you, hum, you humiliate oh, her. Oh, I'm
4: sorry, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, what do you got? <laughs> She's mad at me now.
3: Um, well, one you kind of touched on already that the spinal, the signal to ejaculate does not come from a man's brain, but rather it's sent from the spinal cord.
2: That is correct, and you know how we know that. You can take a brain dead guy, and this has been done mm-hmm. in the ICU, and if you stimulate him properly, he, he will get an erection, and you can continue to stimulate him. And uh, you can get them to ejaculate. Now, why would you ever do that? It just shows that, man, even brain dead, we can still, you know, get a rod. But uh, there have been times when people wanted to collect a semen sample, uh, either for forensic purposes or to um, do in vitro fertilization later. Hmm. And that has been done before. So, yeah. Yeah. It's
4: the well. They they also do it with pairs sometimes if they want to. If someone's with what with pairs, if someone's paraplegic, oh oh, yeah, if if they want to have children, they can actually do that.
2: Oh yeah, sure, 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 sure. sure. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's a good point. And I mean, it's a good going from the brain down there. That's a good thing. And. well, of course it is. <laughs> so that wasn't in question, but it's a the... no-brainer. Oh boy! <laughs> oh, <there we laughs> <up>. okay.
4: <laughs> hey, we knew we had her here for something. Taking
2: that was it.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, the uh, yes, and if anybody is interested, the parasympathetic. Nervous system makes the erection happen, and the sympathetic erect uh, nervous system makes the ejaculation happen. And the way to remember that is point and shoot. So, you know, point and shoot. P for parasympathetic, S for sympathetic. So that's how they taught it to us in medical school.
4: Yeah, Ryan was just saying the same thing. Ryan Cloud on on.
2: Oh, he did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, good. Parasympathetic point, sympathetic shoots. Yeah. Very good. Cool. Yep, I'm. I'm glad to hear they're still teaching that one.
0: Hmm.
2: All right, what do you got?
3: Well, you know Latin. Do I? I don't know. Do you? No, not really.
2: But <laughs> I could. Let me see if we can dope it out. What's up?
3: The word "masturbate" is a combination of two Latin words.
2: Mm, I'm gonna guess "master" and "bait." <laughs> Those Latin words? Nope. Is is that Latin? (laughs) Nope. What is this?
3: I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce this one word.
4: Come on, give it a go. (laughs) You can do it.
3: But basically, both words mean hand and to defile, which together means to defile with the hand. So man's Mm. in, you're looking it up, so your genius mind will tell us in a moment.
2: (laughs) Oh, nominative masturbatio, the noun of action from the past participle stem of Latin masturbare means to masturbate, deliberate erotic self-stimulation. Okay, very interesting. Hmm. Well, there you go. I don't know about how erotic it is. Hmm.
1: Hmm.
2: Oh, no. oh tubare is to unsettle or to throw into disorder. So, mas tubare is to use your hand to throw yourself into disorder. And I think that's a very um, a good way of putting it. Interesting. Yeah, good. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah.
3: Interesting. Good job. <laughs> good
2: job. We love it. All right, what else you got? <laughs> we, got a, we got time for a couple more. <clears throat> You're curating these very well.
4: Ninety nine, uh, we're we're about eight down. Yeah, that's why She only have ninety one. <laughs> well, we can do
2: part two as well.
3: No, I'm never coming back here with oh. you, motherfuckers. I'm done. This is why I don't have a dick. This is why he's
2: the mean one. I am. Yeah, no,
4: it's all my fault. That's him. He's sorry. the asshole. I'm a I'm, jerk.
3: Having sex at least once a week can lower a man's risk of heart disease by 30%. Stroke by 50% and diabetes by 40%. I'm going to die. Men with an active (laughs) sex life are also more likely to live past 80 years. Fuck,
4: I'm doomed. (laughs) You're so (laughs) screwed. Oh,
3: God, I'm doomed. To maintain a healthy tone, the penis needs to have erections regularly. Without regular erections, penile tissue can become a less... less elastic and shrink up to one to two centimeters.
2: Mucous membrane, bro. <laughs> However,
3: the brain does have an automatic care, penis maintenance function.
2: Care. My jokes don't go over, I don't care.
4: Everybody, I don't care. I don't he does not care. I, oh. Sorry. <laughs>
3: it's okay, you don't care. Neither do I. <laughs>
2: Well, All right. So, okay, we've established I'm I'm terminally ill. (laughs) What else you got?
3: Nothing. Oh,
2: seriously? Okay. Really?
3: Um, no, it just Uh, depends.
2: If we're on a good behavior. We'll be be nice, I promise. (laughs) I'll probably be in those pretty soon, too.
3: Um, Depends,
2: (laughs) kid. (laughs) (laughs) All right. right. This has turned into a... Madhouse. The shit show. No, <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. I'm enjoying it. We got a... I love it.
3: Why were Kellogg's cornflakes originally...
2: Oh, I know this. Okay, good. Do you of know? Of course you do. Do you know? I don't
4: know what the end of the... I don't even know the okay, the question. Okay, well, finish the, the, the question? question. Sorry, I was Why doing a... What were Kellogg's cornflakes. what?
2: I was doing a Jeopardy thing. <laughs> it was interrupting.
3: Why were they originally invented? Hmm. Hmm. I'll give you a clue. It has something no, I, to do it, with the topic. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> I
2: I'm not even going to guess. I give up. Let, you would let, think let it was me. for bowel movement, but it wasn't. He was trying. It, Kellogg apparently was weird about sex stuff, and he was trying to pre, to prevent use cornflakes to prevent masturbation or self pleasure. Is oh, that wow. correct?
3: Correct. Yay! Yeah, hey,
2: I'll give myself a lucky
3: guess. Give yourself a bill.
2: <laughs> that's I love I that one. Give myself one. <laughs> <laughs> that's good stuff. Well, I, I wonder why he thought that would work, though. Well, I'm going to take corn and make flakes, dry it out and make flakes, and somehow that's going to keep people from playing with their penises.
3: John Kellogg thought that the problem of masturbating could be solved by keeping body heat out of the penis by monitoring food and that a bland diet would help curb masturbation.
0: Huh. Huh. Okay.
3: Yeah, that was interesting. Well,
4: buddy, he missed the mark, but I think <laughs> he, he made a couple billion dollars selling some cornflakes. Yeah, I he?
3: think
2: so. Yeah. Well, good for him. That good. That, that, that's what we refer to as a good miss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, yes, so it was Viagra. Viagra was yeah. initially... Um, considered to be a blood pressure medication mm-hmm. and it didn't do so much for that. It made people lightheaded. And so it wasn't a great blood pressure medicine, but they are all reporting, Oh God, all of a sudden I'm having these <laughs> giant re- erections <laughs> and they were like, Hmm. And now you have to do another study though. You can't use the blood pressure study to, to get approval for your drug for erectile dysfunction. Now you got to start all over again with that as being the target, uh, outcome. So,
0: hmm.
2: Might as well get some science in here. Science. <laughs>
3: Nothing I have is science. <laughs> other than it takes around 130 mLs of blood for a penis to stiffen.
2: Mm. Well, unless you have a 13-inch one. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> then you and need a liter. It's 10 unla- times <laughs> <laughs> that. That's unbelievable.
3: Unbelievable. Unlike your ears and your nose, your penis stops growing in your 20s. Oh, yeah,
4: God damn it. <sighs>
2: Yes.
3: The penis can break.
2: Yes, Yes. we. Yes. Have you ever had a somebody break a penis? Have you ever seen one? I have. Yeah, in your life or in your practice. Don't answer it. No. I mean, you can answer if you want to.
3: (laughs) I was responsible.
2: Oh, you were responsible for it? You want to talk about it? Mm-mm. Okay, that's fine. That'll blame <laughs> me.
4: Just as long as it's not a habitual thing, I think it's okay. Yeah, she just reaches <laughs> out and snaps
3: thanks. <clears throat> yeah.
2: yeah, um yeah.
3: However, F- the it's apparently more flexible than you would think.
2: Yes, it's uh, the
3: like during missionary it can turn shape into like a boomerang.
2: Mm. And well, and when when this happens, a lot of times is when the woman is on top and she's controlling the thrusting, mm-hmm. and the guy might have a little whiskey dick or you know not a full monstrous you know ballpark Frank in the in the microwave type erection, mm-hmm. and if she thrusts down and he isn't quite lined up perfectly. And instead of in entering whatever orifice they're working with, it, it bends. You can bend it enough to where the sheath, the, the sort of fibrous sheath on the inside of the, um, you know, that surrounds the penis right under the skin will actually break.
3: Yeah, you can hear a popping or cracking sound.
2: Yep, yep. And uh, you will also hear screaming <laughs> and uh, you'll see the guy, you know, uh, holding his jungle region with his hands and uh, going, get me some ice and get me to the emergency room. And you should do that because if you go, if you get early treatment, don't be embarrassed. They are used to seeing everything in the emergency room. And again, you can just say you sat on it or whatever, you slam the door on it, whatever, you, if you don't want to tell the, the whole story, and, uh, and they'll, they'll agree to just pretend that that's really what happened. And uh, those common fictions we agree on, it's mm-hmm. fine for safe face or face saving. And but get it treated because early treatment is the way to go. And the same is true for priapism too. If you take Viagra and you do your business and you complete the transaction and you still have an erection and it will not go down, that's a medical emergency. Mm-hmm. After about four hours, it will become intensely painful, and you need to treat that soon so you don't have permanent damage. Yep. Now, the fractured penis, when it heals, there will be scar tissue there, and the penis will then bend in the direction of the scar tissue because it's inelastic compared to the the sheath. And um, that is called Peyronie's disease, and that is also now treatable. So, yeah. But getting that taken care of sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. DNP Carissa, you weren't here. There was a story that I read when I was— medical examiner up in vermont and what happened was this guy died um but he um was masturbating in a factory where they had like pulleys and bands like like i don't know what it was like a print shop or something but it had a big long leather band that was being um driven by a bunch of pulleys but it okay. was exposed okay and he was rubbing his jungle region on this on this band and what happened was it caught the wheel caught the skin of his scrotum oh, and went Whoop! like that and flew his right testicle right out the window. Oh, jeez. <laughs> he was so embarrassed that he took a stapler and stapled oh. the skin shut and then just finished his shift in abject pain, showed up in the emergency room three or four days later with a big, giant abscess in his Mm-mm. in his scrotum, and oh, uh, he, he eventually mother. went on to die. Pearl. So if something like that happens to you, if you... You know, if your testicle goes flying out the window... (laughs) it's fine to just say, hey, it just I was just standing there and it happened. But go get help. Don't be embarrassed so that you put your life in danger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you got a cucumber stuffed up your ass, light bulb in your vagina, any of those things, go to the emergency room. Just tell them you sat on it or you don't know what the hell happened. Yeah. But get it taken care of because you can't take care of it yourself mm-hmm. at that point. If you've lost anyone that's ever put a suppository up their ass. Mm-hmm. You know, when okay. you you start pushing it up, and then all of a sudden it goes boop and it goes—it it, is it, gone. It's gone. It vanishes. Yeah. That's the same thing that happens when you take a cucumber and try to shove it up your ass. You'll get up so far, and if you go a little bit too far, the muscle of that uh, sphincter of the anus will grab it and it'll go right up, and there's nothing you can do about it. And you can't shit it back out. You have to go get it taken care of. Allegedly, right. Now, what we recommend or is personal don't. Personal experience. <laughs> I think you've read I mean, about little... those. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I've, I've, I've seen these things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I saw he a guy like once He knows with... a little too much about. I saw an x-ray of a guy with 12 Barbie heads up his ass. (laughs) Yeah, 12 Barbie heads. Now, what kind of pathology caused that to happen? Right? So uh, what we recommend is don't let these things happen. Vegetables are not made for showing up your ass. Vegetables are made for eating, and they're in a nice salad. But they do make things. At, you know, intimate treasures or romantic escapades or whatever, you know, store you have near you, Adam and Eve, that if you're interested in ass play that are safe to use for that. Mm-hmm. So for the
3: let, most part,
2: for the most part, that's right. <laughs> use everything with care with a
4: consul- consenting <sighs> partner. And you'll Unless DMP Chris snaps it in half, then <laughs> you're in trouble. Good lord! <laughs> I do kind of want to hear that story. now. <laughs> <laughs> man, maybe after show. That's a, That's that's, a, that's a. Hey Chris, have you got any other
2: ones for us?
3: The average man has five erections a day, which can last from a few seconds to a few hours.
2: Yeah, I can. Yeah, that's probably right. Are, are we including nocturnal? Nope. Oh, that's just regular.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. that's just during the day.
2: Well, I remember those days, Scott. What do you think of that one? Does that sound about right to you? You're still young.
4: Yeah, I guess. I'm, I don't know. I've just I've never ex- even think about it, yeah. Yeah, I've just yeah. excised that from yeah. my from my Yeah, I don't experience. think about this anymore.
2: I'm too <laughs> <That's>... old. <laughs> too damn old.
3: Never too old.
2: <laughs> yeah. All right, what else you got? Didn't you um did you have another one?
3: In regards to orgasm.
2: Okay. Let's hear that one.
3: The average male orgasm lasts six seconds.
2: <laughs> six what?
3: Seconds. Mm-hmm. Six seconds in comparison to the female that has an average of 23 seconds. Okay.
2: Yeah, all of that for six seconds. Yeah, I, I, I will attest that I, I exceed that by quite a bit, but... The um, That does seem like a lot of work just for an average of six seconds. <laughs> I mean, the, the being nice, the asking questions and uh, like attentive listening like and all acting that. Acting like you're concerned. Bullshit. And...
3: Acting. There's yes. the key word.
2: <laughs> acting like you care whether yeah. they have an orgasm.
3: Mm. We all know the
2: truth here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Mm. Well, that was delightful. I think you did a wonderful job. Thank you for Thank uh, you. Yes, yeah. Chris. You did yeah, we're great. Gonna, we're gonna get you
4: <laughs> Scott, did you have anything from the uh, fluid family? No fluid. I think everybody was so in- intrigued with, with Well, I hope Chris's people like this topic, I, yeah. I, I enjoyed that. Hell, I'm, there was a talk lot of- about certainly garnered a lot of interest
2: (laughs) can you bring 99 fun facts about tits next time sure (laughs) or vaginas or vaginas i
3: mean you know
2: okay tits and tits and vaginas then scott will bring 99 things about shit and just take the whole the whole room down there you go (laughs) stool talk Stool talk. scott that's right all right. I mean,
3: nothing wrong with
2: that. Dr. Scott can actually detect constipation by feeling your wrist, which is amazing. Yeah, that is true. I oh, And, and I've seen it. Yep. And it, it's amazing.
4: I can't do it here. This is like a party trick. Yeah. Oh, she's holding out her. Mm-hmm. You know, bad now you, well, you have the, to. You the have worst thing she has room. right now is insomnia. Well, okay. And she's fatigued.
3: What wow. the fuck are you doing to me? Uh, <laughs> no, keep. I'm curious. No,
2: you are. Yeah, liver blood's low. See, he my what? They feel different pulses mm-hmm. than we do. It's bizarre.
3: Would you just say my liver?
2: Yeah, um, blood is low. It's uh, It's just part of your
4: fatigue.
3: Hmm.
2: is And that's something. I'm telling you. You better sleep. I do. Yes, you do.
3: I didn't sleep any I last night. I
2: can tell. <laughs> uh, yeah,
4: it's like a it's like a magic trick. It is kind of odd. I can deal prostate issues, pregnancies, you name it. Well, and you know Blue. I have a weird third hmm. sixth sense. That's very sense. interesting.
2: Well, she's not listening to me. I'm she's listening, listening to, to you. Scott. She's you fascinated could come over. with you. I am. Yeah. I find that very. It fascinating. is fascinating.
3: You could come over here and point exactly where my hip hurts. Yep.
2: Go yep, ahead. Yeah, I have a, a weird sixth sense about that, where if somebody tells me they're hurting, I can feel it kind of in my fingers, and I know exactly where to put my hands to elicit that pain. And that is, well, I think, that's just knowing the anatomy and just doing it so much that it becomes part of your worldview. But that feeling the pulse shit that Scott yeah, does, what the
3: fuck did you just? I, kind of I understand?
2: he saw me one time, and I I was seeing him for something else. <laughs> And he felt my pulse. He said, oh, you're constipated. It's like, yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm never constipated, but I am. And I hadn't told anybody. It's not like I run around and say, well, I can't move my bowels. And uh, But he uh, uh, detected it immediately. It was cr- crazy. So um, he hmm. got some mad skills. I think it's I think you it's do. some sort of you know cold reading par- parlor trick. Oh, I'm detecting a the letter J. Is <laughs> the letter J meaning?
3: Okay, but you it? didn't know I didn't sleep unless I just look like shit. No, well, but you so. don't
2: look like shit. That's the thing. Yeah. I put no, caffeinated
3: eye cream on, no. so it makes my eyes <laughs> no, it's, look awake. No, you can tell, No, you can. Those
4: are very specific things. You can tell the pulse if you know what you're reading. No, it's wild. How do you? Uh, they put them all together. Yeah, this is practice. I've only been doing it 25 years. Yeah, I'm very impressed.
3: Hmm. I've only been alive 25 years. Hmm. I'm just fucking kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we know. <laughs>
2: oh, thanks. Idiot. Oh, shit. Well, that's because you're an idiot. All right. Well, thank you, uh, DNP Carissa. You are delightful. Thanks for being here in the in the uh, in the studio today, Doctor Scott. Thank you, my friend. Thank as you as always. And uh, thanks to everyone who's made the show happen over the years. Listen to our SiriusXM show on the Faction Talk channel. SiriusXM channel 103, Saturdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern, On Demand, and other times at Jim McClure's Pleasure. Well, I forgot to talk about my pneumonia. You know all that coughing and hacking I've been doing? turns out I had fucking pneumonia. And uh, I had to drive to Tampa while Tacey and Beck flew down because I was coughing so bad. And they put me on antibiotics the day I left, and then you know, by the time I was down there a few days, got better, and I've been better. It didn't ever look since. not like you
4: had pneumonia. I know.
2: Well, you didn't even act like They you repeated had it. my CT scan, and you know that part of my lung that's dead is still dead. And then I had ground glass opacities uh, on the right side, which also could be cancer. So you know, I got to repeat it in three months and make sure it's gone. So uh, f me. Um, if, if it is and then you know my bucket list kicks in I've got a damn bucket list y'all and it's this show's gonna change a little bit if you, your old <laughs> Dr. Steve's got to go through that because I got some <laughs> shit to say but anyway but um, we'll, we'll see how that goes anyway um, many thanks to our listeners whose voicemail and topic ideas make this job very easy go to our website at drsteve.com for schedules podcasts and other crap until next time check your stupid nuts for lumps Quit smoking, get off your asses, get some exercise. We'll see you in one week for the next edition of Weird Medicine.